Thank you for tuning in to The Limitless Experience with Eric. Now, before I get into this week's phenomenal episode of Power, I just want to say real quick, if you haven't already, go watch Uncut Gems with Adam Sandler. It is a great movie. Adam Sandler did a tremendous job in his role. I am a gambler, so this movie is 100% in my wheelhouse. But even if you're not a gambler, you're still going to enjoy the movie. You don't have to know gambling to understand the movie. It's a great movie. I liked it. Go see it. Now to power. I love this show. It's great storytelling, but it's just that. It's storytelling. It's very captivating. I always call it appointment television. You know what I'm saying? Like on Sundays, leave me alone. I got to watch power at blah, blah, blah o'clock. But it's just that, people. It's storytelling. It's entertainment. These are fictional characters. Arguing over this shit would be like arguing about Power Rangers. Cut it out. I'm on the gram like, I think Tommy got low because he killed Benny and now Benny's family is after him. Then some idiot chimes in and says, no, you're wrong. He's running from Proctor's family. And then I get suckered into actually having a conversation with this person like, well, since Benny and Proctor are family, then wouldn't the same people in theory be after him? Moral of the story, do not argue with idiots on Instagram. Now, I don't care what anyone says. Last week's pause episode was straight up trash. They could have put that entire episode, the premise of that entire episode, in a five-minute scene in this episode. All we needed to know was that Paz really thinks Ghost did it, and now Paz knows Ghost didn't do it, and she's got a kid that needs to go to college, and a sick daddy. We didn't need a long, drawn-out, one-hour Paz episode just to get that point across. But luckily, the writers, I'm pretty sure they knew what the fuck they were doing. They made this episode immaculate. There was no issues with this episode on my part. Everything that went down was needed. I liked it. This was an amazing episode. Natari Norton. Joseph Sakura. Tommy's mother, played by Patricia Callender. And Elisa Marie, played by Matea Conforti. They all did an amazing job on this episode 13, titled It's All Your Fault, on this last season of Power. This episode of Power made up for last week's episode twofold. Now, let's do some limitless experience with Eric flashbacks from two previous episodes. Latasha did make one mistake, though. It was a great fight scene between her and Lakeisha, but during that fight, she lost an earring. Once she pulled that trigger, she was only wearing one earring. That means that somewhere in that house is that earring. But if he thinks he's going to go after Tasha, forget about it. Did I hit that nail on the head or no? And this is a flashback from just last week's episode. Also, Spanky got to pay for that shit that he did. So maybe Tommy got the hell out of Dodge after he killed Spanky. Because he definitely going to be the one to kill Spanky. Spanky is still a rat. I know we didn't. We only seen him for a few seconds this episode. But they showed him for a reason for that five seconds. They wanted to remind us that he is a rat. Maybe Tommy clapped Spanky and then took off. Now, did I smack on that one too? Oh, all right then. Now, let's start from the top. Always wanted to know what Tommy did with Benny's body because he did poke him up right in front of his apartment, right in the hallway of his apartment building. So it's not like you just left him there. 
So Benny's body got scrapped. <coughs> Benny has a talk with his mother. Now Tommy always had a unique relationship with his moms. I'm going to just leave it at that. Now Mama Egan has always been the voice of reason when it comes to her son. Keisha's dead, Ma. Ghost killed him. Oh no. Why would he do that? He wouldn't. And Tommy should have been known that. When it comes to women, Ghost will not kill him. He'll give them a stack of money and tell them to get lost. Now, if they decide not to listen to him, what happens to them, happens to them. But Tommy's mother wasn't done reminding him of who Ghost really is. Hey! Okay, I know you're upset, but do you remember that night on the docks when those guys tried to shake you down? Tasha was pregnant with the twins and Jamie still came all the way out there to save your ass. Whatever. He has had your back long before Lakeisha ever did. He's your brother. He will always have your back. Now, speaking of loyalty... That's something that Tariq does not have. Ghost is his father. He gave his kid life. He put him in the best schools. He tried his best to create a life for Tariq where he wouldn't have to mess with drugs. And Tariq still wants to get into drugs. Not only does he want to sell drugs, he wants to kill his own father. This child is a delusional. He's got to be stopped. Barely seeing him in the previous two episodes made me forget of how much I disliked him. But this episode pretty much reconfirmed it. He gotta go. I know that's probably gonna be a spinoff with him and all that, but this shit is ridiculous. Like, I need somebody to pop him in his head. He did a good job at deflecting the questions that Dolores was asking him in a diner with Elisa Marie. But after that, you should have ran to your father to tell him what was up, not run to Tommy. But now Tommy knows that he should be worried about the Savello family. And little innocent Elisa Marie is not as oblivious as we thought she was, or as I thought she was. She knows a lot. I know the system. Proof of life every hour on the hour. How many hours has it been? See? Kids pick up on everything. Now that it's looking like a slim to none chance that Benny is coming back, Vincent decides to look Dolores out and put two men at her door to protect her in case Tommy or anybody else comes to try to harm her and Elisa Marie. And that is definitely going to come back in a later segment. Now Tommy's got some puzzle pieces he needs to put together himself. So after getting that information that he got from the snake Tariq, he heads over to Club Truth to see if he could put his hands on James. But of course, James is being introduced as Lorette Walsh's running mate. And James's security detail sniffs Tommy out very fast and he scurries out of there, which is bullshit anyway. And I'm going to get to that. Fuck that. Why is security in there now? But they weren't in there any of the other times. And they especially weren't in there when you know what happened. That doesn't make any sense. This is James St. Patrick. He should have 24-7 security. Not sure how much Tommy could have done in front of all of those people at that press conference anyway, but he did scurry out of there, and on his way, scurrying back to his car, he ran into Blanca Rodriguez. I don't know anybody that instigates more than her. She knows, I feel like she knows exactly what she's doing when she does it. She gives Tommy the bag with Keisha's belongings in it, and in that bag is an earring that Tommy knows 100% belongs to Tasha, which lets him know that Tasha was in his house and is probably the one that took Keisha out. So he goes over to Tasha's crib to confirm. Now, when I correctly predicted that Tommy would find that earring and he would go after Tasha, also said that he was not going to kill her. And I was also right. But this scene between Tasha and Tommy was still very powerful. In my opinion, it was the second best scene in this entire episode. Salute to Natari Norton and Joseph Sakura for this amazing scene. Tasha put up a great argument for herself 
as to why she had to kill Keisha. And on top of that, she thought she was about to go. She was about to go out like a G. You just gotta go down like this. Shit. At least it's you. But I never thought it would end like this. Not between us. Luckily, Tommy had a change of heart. I just noticed Tommy don't have beef with all the St. Patrick's, Tasha, Tariq, and James. And he ain't killed either one of them. He came very, very, very close, but never pulled the trigger because that's his family. Now, concluding that Tasha was the one that killed Keisha, he now knows for absolute certain that it wasn't Ghost that killed it. Even though Tasha tried to make Tommy believe that it was Ghost, that's some slime ball shit. Tasha and Tariq do not deserve Ghost. Ghost changed their entire lives, and all they do is backstab this man. Ghost and Tommy meet to clear a few things up, and Tommy lets Ghost know that he now knows for absolute certain that it wasn't him that killed Keisha, which is what Ghost has been trying to tell him the entire time. But similar to Paz, Tommy had a one-track mind and was certain that it was Ghost that took out Keisha. Ghost was also unaware that Proctor never got rid of the recording. And Tommy also uncovered by way of 2-Bit that Dre was the one that called and had his crew locked up. It wasn't Ghost at all. So everything that Tommy thought Ghost did, he actually didn't do. And Tommy's realizing now that he was wrong about Ghost. It was setting up perfectly for them to go back to being brothers. That's when the show was at its best. That's when Tommy and Ghost were at their best, working together. Brothers. Then the ambush happens. They get split up. Luckily, neither one of them got hit. Tommy takes out one of them, the other one escapes, Tommy goes one way, Ghost just like me is confused of why they didn't meet back up, but Tommy dips off and Ghost goes back to handle his business. I'll get to who I think sent those shooters and predictions. More to come after the break. We got two episodes of Power Left. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to the Limitless Experience with Eric. I will continue to release content after Power Ends. If you haven't already, please check out my Karma this episode. If you ever work in the office setting and have bosses that you weren't too cool with and you knew it was not your fault, you might want to tune into that episode. I guarantee you'll like it. And my next non-Power episode will top that. Trust me. As always, follow me on the gram, please. Limitless underscore E. That's Limitless underscore E on the gram. Feel free to DM me if you wish. And if you want to be on the pod, we can work that out too. Thank you. Now back to the Power Recap. Now Tommy did something in this episode that I did not think was his style at all. And that's kidnapping. And he did that after successfully completing It Ain't No Way. Of course, and I'm going to get to that. Now the big homie Carlos Savello has to step in, and he demands that Vincent and his idiot men bring Tommy to him. Good luck with that. Tommy wants this all to be over. All he wants is the recording. He's going to give them back to Lisa Marie, and everybody can go their merry way. Tommy wants to stay out of jail, so does Ghost. That recording implicates everybody. That recording needs to be destroyed. On the way to the exchange, Tommy and Elisa Marie have a heart-to-heart, and Elisa Marie reveals that she knows exactly what her father is. 
He was a dirty lawyer. She knows he was, she now knows that he was dirty. And she's okay with the fact that Tommy may be behind the reason her father is dead. Even though Tommy never admitted to her, Elisa Marie is no idiot. She can put two and two together, but she understands that her father was dirty and she knows that her father is responsible for her mother's death. Tommy gets a call from 2-Bit and 2-Bit gives him some very important information. Then Tommy realizes that his brother Ghost is in trouble. I was wrong about my brother. Now he's in trouble and I need to help him out. Now, if everybody in this show would have just communicated with each other a little better, we wouldn't even be in this predicament. Tommy drops Elisa Marie off and meets up with Knucklehead Tariq to thoroughly explain to him that Ghost is not the bad guy. Don't you hate when you thoroughly explain something to somebody and they still go and do the dumb shit? You thoroughly explain it to them and they still want to go the other way with it. Tariq is an idiot. Ghost had all of his loved ones' best interests at heart. He never did anything to Tariq. He just tried to he just tried to hide the truth from Tariq for as long as possible so Tariq doesn't get involved in his lifestyle. I don't see nothing wrong with that. Now Tommy tells this knucklehead that Dre might be trying to kill his father, and Tariq doesn't give a damn. He doesn't want to help Tommy save his father's life. I was hoping that after hearing Tariq say that, Tommy pulled his gun out and blew Tariq's head off. Fuck a spinoff. You die tonight. See if you can spin off these bullets. James had you living in the flyest crib with the flyest clothes and the best school. He even got the two mil together after you staged your own kidnapping. And you don't want to help him? You are a true snake. And since Courtney Kemp is good with the karma and people getting what they deserve, I hope in a spinoff, Tariq get it the same way his daddy got it. Now Tommy putting all this together is no longer on my shit list. I'm team Tommy now because Tommy is team ghost. So when Tommy made his way over to Club Truth to try to save Ghost and was stopped by Vince and his men, I was hoping that Tommy did exactly what the hell he did and took out all of his men. And Vincent is a fucking idiot. You had the shot, you should have took it. That's coming back in another segment. Just like in the earliest seasons, nothing comes between Tommy and Ghost, not even Vincent and his amateur hitters. Now before Vincent got the shit beat out of him, he said that Tariq was the one that told him that Tommy was on his way to Club Truth. Tariq is noodles. He has got to be stopped. He's the reason that Ghost is dead. If Tommy didn't get interrupted by Vincent and his whack-ass crew, Tommy would have made it to Club Truth just in time to save Ghost's life. Tariq turned on his father for the streets, and now he straight up turned on Tommy, and damn near had Tommy set up to be killed, because he probably at this point don't even know that Tommy's still alive. Now to the sad but most powerful, amazing scene in this episode of Power. Tommy walks in the side door and sees Ghost stretched out on the floor, blood in his mouth, losing life, and a gunshot wound to the chest. Now, if it wasn't for Vincent and Tariq, Tommy would have got there in time, and this would not have happened. He should go back and continue shooting up Vincent's corpse until he's out of ammo. Then find Tariq disloyal bitch-made ass and tie him to some train tracks. Now, Tommy did get to speak with Ghost in his last moments. You're gonna be alright, brother. You're gonna be alright. You hang in there for me, alright? Come on, you've been through worse than this. I don't know about this time. Yeah, this time. Uh, this time. Time, 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 no. What? No, no, it's not. It's not. No, no, it's not. no, no. Let it go. Let it go. Time. Let it go. I tried to get here in time. Uh, Oh, so cold. 
Ghost, 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 come on, man. Don't do this. So I watched and listened to this at least 20 times. Even with the closed caption, which is not always 100% correct if you use closed caption a lot. But it did sound like he said, let her go. But power wouldn't give it away that easily. So I'm rolling with it. He said, let it go. Even in his last moments of life, he wanted everything to stop. He officially wanted to be over. He knew that if Tommy killed whoever shot him, that it would just be an ongoing thing. Now, I don't know why Tommy didn't bust that trigger. He killed Holly for a ghost. He killed a lot of people for ghosts. But we'll see in the last two episodes to come. And predictions, I'm going to get to who I think it was. Ghost had a lot of enemies. It could have been anybody. But I think I know who did it. But if Ghost is dead, it's only fitting that he went out with his brother by his side. The police and ambulance sirens were getting closer, so Tommy dipped off, and I'm assuming the shooter did too. When the episode began, Tommy wanted to put all the puzzle pieces together, and he did. He got the last piece of the puzzle, which was the recordings from Elisa Marie. He actually got both. He didn't even know there was two, but Elisa Marie also wanted this to be over with, so she gave Tommy both recordings, and Tommy destroyed them both. That chapter is closed. So if Tommy's gonna let Ghost's killer walk free, that leaves only one more loose end to tie up. Also, Spanky gotta pay for that shit that he did. So maybe Tommy got the hell out of Dodge after he killed Spanky, cause he definitely gonna be the one to kill Spanky. Spanky is still a rat. I know we didn't, we only seen him for a few seconds this episode, but they showed him for a reason for that five seconds. They wanted to remind us that he is a rat. Maybe Tommy clapped Spanky and then took off. Starting a new organization in a new place. Yeah? You going somewhere? Yeah, I'm thinking about it. Where you going? You really want to know? Come on. Now, you know you got to tell me. All right. I'll tell you. But then I got to kill you. California. <laughs> I mean, it was only a matter of time before Tommy caught up with Spanky. Even if he made it to Witsec, he wouldn't have lasted. Now for the Ain't No Way segment. There was a few Ain't No Ways. And I'm going to start with Vincent, who's an idiot. You just saw Tommy kill about four or five of your men. Took them out, cold blood, popped them all. You got the gun to the back of his head and you want to have a dialogue with him. I always say when things like this happen in a movie, I'd rather have a dialogue with your corpse than have a dialogue with you alive. I would have busted that gun, put a hole in Tommy's head, and then talk mad shit to him while he's dead. Ain't no way I'm going to let Tommy Egan turn around and get the upper hand on me. Tommy's bigger than you. He's stronger than you. He's more street than you. You lost the moment you didn't pull that trigger. Ain't no way you should have let him turn around. The next ain't no way. The security and club truth at the press conference. How is it possible that James had security then and didn't have security when he got shot? It doesn't make any sense. The announcement has been made. He's about to be lieutenant governor. Why not give this man 24-7 security? Ain't no way he should have been walking around anywhere without security, especially knowing that you just seen Tommy. Security should have said, yo, we just seen this dude that came in. He looked a little shady. We're going to stay on you. Ain't no way security should have went home without taking care of James. 
The next ain't no way. The lookout men that Vincent had to protect Elisa Marie and Dolores. Ain't no way they that stupid. Tommy shakes a garbage can and then you come looking out like you ain't even look around the corner. Ain't no way you a real lookout, man. Ain't no way you really street like this. That's not happening. Like I said before, there ain't no way is about things that can only happen in the world of power. The dude didn't even look around the corner when he came. He just kept looking straight ahead. Like at some point, are you going to turn your head? Use a lookout, man. Ain't no way that's happening in real life. Now, if you saw some things that can only happen in the world of power and would never happen in real life, hit me up. Limitless underscore E on Instagram. That's Limitless underscore E on Instagram. Shoot me a DM and let me know what ain't no ways you saw in this episode. Now to predictions. Now we still don't know for certain who sent those shooters to ambush Ghost and Tommy when they were having their talk. I think that it was Tate that sent them. And because they didn't do it, then Tate got $100,000 together and of course asked Dre to do the job. Now, obviously Dre didn't do it. Paz didn't do it. Tommy didn't do it. Now, given that Tommy just spared Tasha's life and he knows that she killed Keisha and he also knows that she tried to pin it on Ghost, I'm eliminating Tasha as a suspect too because now she knows Tommy and Ghost are cool. Tommy spared you once. Nothing comes between Tommy and Ghost. Tasha knows that if she did this, Tommy's going to find her. I'm checking Tasha off the list. I don't think Tariq did it because Tariq said it himself. He does not want to go with Tommy to help Tommy save Ghost, which means he's already under the impression that Dre took Ghost out. Tariq is somewhere else minding his knucklehead business, not giving a damn what's happening to his pops. I'm taking Tariq off the list. Now, as I said before, Tate could not have beat Dre to Club Truth because he had just given Dre the $100,000. I'm taking Tate off the list. That only leaves Cooper Sacks. Cooper Sacks is drunk. If I'm not mistaken, he's about to be arrested in the morning because of all the foul shit that he did. So pretty much he has nothing to lose. But I don't think it was Sacks either. I think all of those seven characters was a red herring and it's somebody, obviously, who was not in the seven. How hard did Dre punch Rodriguez? Because did she get up or is she still out cold? Did she see the shooter? We know Tommy saw the shooter and Tommy looked shocked and dumbfounded at who it was. He wouldn't be dumbfounded if it was Tasha or Tariq. Now, he would be dumbfounded if it was Sax. But I don't think it was Sax. But it could be Sax. Go shit on a lot of people. But somebody who he shit on really bad, that he was actually teaching and grooming, Josh Cantos. Ghost had a gun on him at his own press conference for becoming lieutenant governor. So there's no way that he didn't have a gun on him now. Whoever it was, was somebody that can get close enough to him without him feeling like he needed to defend himself. It wouldn't shock me one bit if Josh Cantos, out of pure jealousy and revenge, took Ghost out. You heard it here first. Now my long shot suspect to who shot Ghost and try to say that three times fast. My long shot suspect to who shot Ghost is Ramona Garrity. I don't know why, but 
the same way Ramona Garrity doesn't know Ghost too well, we don't know Ramona very well. She might have some sick stuff with her. She might have found out who Ghost really is and what he's really about. And as she said before, she has to protect herself. She is responsible for connecting James to Lorette Walsh. And if James is not what she thinks he is, and it's later found out, that's going to be horrible for Lorette Walsh's campaign, and it's going to blow up in Ramona Garrity's face. She probably found out who Ghost was and took him out before anything bad happened to Lorette Walsh's campaign. That concludes my predictions for power. We got two episodes left. I know it's going to be action-packed. I'm going to sit and watch every second of it. This is a great show. I'm going to miss it. But once again, thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you guys. Peace out. Spread love. If you would like to, you can contact the podcast at limitlessepod at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Peace out.